0: What's up, everybody? This is the Growing Up Italian podcast, and today we have a special, special episode. Mets legend John Franco is in the building. My good friend Carmine and Joe from IABF. It's a very, like, awesome day today, man. I'm very happy to meet my guy John. Um, I never told anyone this story, but. He's like one of the main reasons I'm a Mets fan. Because in uh, the 2000 World Series, I was 10 years old. And until that point, I was like a Yankee and a Mets fan. And I had to pick one. And I picked the Mets. I mean, it's a good thing and a bad thing. But, you know, it's awesome to just have the opportunity to sit down with you and, you know.
1: Well, thanks. I don't know how smart you are, but being a good I'm, thing and a bad thing. Definitely not that well, smart. Right. Uh, I'm a pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me. uh, uh... It's always good to talk a little bit of Italian heritage and, uh, and get the word out about Italian baseball, and uh, I'm glad that you're the, a Met fan. These guys talk very highly of you. Well, they, they, Carmine's, Carmine's he's, he's up there in my book. but Joe's a little shaky right now. I don't know about that. Okay. I, I agree with you on that. I definitely agree with you on that.
0: Before you got here, I, I mentioned to you, I didn't know your wife is from Salerno, which even made this even more awesome because that's where me, Carmine, and my cousin Rocco are from. Yeah, And uh, really small village, right?
1: Yeah, she comes from a little town called uh, Caggiano, which is... Oh, uh, I know Caggiano. Yes. Yeah, it's up, uh, uh, it's about 40 yeah. minutes from where yeah. we're from. So a uh,
0: guy that delivers a newspaper to us is from there.
1: So it's about it's up on the mountains. Of, yeah, yeah. When I went uh, back in 2005, it was the first time I went back to Italy, and uh, that was the first time I've been there, first time I've been to the town. They had about 4,500 people living in the town. It was great. Small village, nice man. little yeah. town. But a funny story was, I just finished playing ball, and uh, I was uh, I had gotten a phone call from Matt Galante, who was a third base coach for the Mets and uh, Houston Astros for a long time, and he had asked me. He said, "What are you doing?" And I says, "Well, I'm I'm away." And he says, "Well, I'm gonna, I'm going to be coach of uh, the Italian." Uh, Italian baseball team in the World Classic. He said, would you like to be uh, my pitching coach? And I said, well, it's funny that you ask. I said, right now I'm standing in Italy, in Caggiano, wow. looking over the, the olive, olive trees and uh, the, the vineyards. Mm-hmm. I said, sure, I'd like to do it. So that's how I became pitching coach with the uh, <laughs> with the Italian, national, the Italian uh, American team back in, uh, back in 2005.
0: That's awesome. You were uh, just recently, last year, you were in Italy with these guys, right? Huh?
1: Yeah, yeah, we you have got, a good time. Got a
0: good story about Carmine, right? <laughs> I guess you want to hear a boat story, so you might <laughs> as well give it up. <laughs> I love that story. That boat, but yeah. yeah, if you could. So we, were, well, we got we were, too.
1: We we're going so. to uh, Capri. Capri, and Carmine is not the best traveler, from what I understand. <laughs> He's not a good sailor. Like, right? Trains, planes, and boats, whatever. But uh, we had a little rough, rough little seas that day going out to Capri, and. Uh, Carmine was very sick, and uh, Joe and I were just kind of laughing and laying back. And there were a He's lot of, laughing. a lot of, <laughs> <laughs> there were a lot of traveler, other travelers, they, uh, Asian group of people that were there, and they all had their uh, throw-up bags in front of them. Uh, I what's, definitely saw
2: death that day. What's, but, what's uh, funny?
0: I know Carmine's not like a very crazy drinker and stuff, but I did that boat ride like two summers ago with my friend Angelo, and we were out all night till like four in the morning, and then went to go to the boat straight there. He didn't sleep or anything, and he was drinking. So that happened to him, but I expected it because, like, you know, he was drinking right, he and all that. Right, had a rough night, right. You were partying uh, in Capri? No, we were partying in a hometown, and then we had a drive to where the boat was leaving. And then took a boat to Capri, and that boat ride's right, always to Salerno. terrible. Yeah, yeah it's rough. Right. It that's
2: was a, a rough ride. ride. Yeah, that's a little. That, that boat ride's a little further in from fact, Salerno a to Capri. Stops that yeah, got canceled course. Yeah, of course it But it was, yes. it was, but so it was definitely worth it because once we got to Capri, we it's had a great day. Right? Yeah, yeah, great day. We, yeah, we had yeah. good meals yeah. and drinking and shopping was, and walking yeah, around. It was
1: great there, but then Karma was worried about the trip back.
2: Oh yeah, that's true. I drugged up on the way back. Came through
1: like a champion, but He was fine. He was fine after that
2: ready to go but, yeah well listen so you guys
0: were out there promoting the IBF, and I'm sure you guys were saying that you uh, funded to fix the stadium up right a little bit in well Salerno? we
3: donated equipment to the um, Salerno Thunder which is a youth baseball team in Salerno and these kids were playing on a dirt field with broken bats and they sharing gloves and so they needed equipment better. so we sent a bo- few boxes up that way and um, you know we're thinking about even sending more this year. We just talked about it. And uh, you know there's probably a lot of grassroots teams out there that need help.
0: Yeah, that that was a team in Salerno, and then and, uh, we were in
2: Natuno as in, in well. Tuno. Yeah, that's we where ran, it, John ran some clinics yeah. there. We yeah. had a big turnout there. That's where
0: DiMaggio went, right? Yeah. The sto- there's a story. That- yes.
2: Yes. Yes. Yeah, we, yes. Were in the,
1: the, we did some clinics in Rome, and we did some uh, clinics in uh, Natuno, uh, and then we went over to see the Thunder. In uh, Salerno,
0: how was it seeing that, like, you know, professional Mets Hall of Fame pitcher, and then going to, you know, little well, well, village in Italy that all they care about is soccer, you know?
1: Well, it's it, um, you look at it two two ways. I mean, it 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 was kind of sad the way the facilities that they had, especially in Salerno. The fields were very unplayable. I don't mean and I would tell the guy I don't know how they would play third base if they didn't have a Sudorama on them because the fields were very, very bad. But these these kids loved it. Their equipment, the batting cages and the dugouts and the and the pitching screens were all tied together with little ropes and strings. But these these kids had smiles on their face like they didn't care as long as they were playing baseball. And, you know, we went over there to try to promote the game and try to make them feel comfortable and 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 promote the game and try to help them to advance their skills mm-hmm. uh but also just to to see what it's like you know uh you know joe and carmine are very much involved uh in trying to promote the game of baseball in italy and trying to bring some of the, the italian players here in the states whether it be a college or maybe in the pros so if we you know our goal is try to get a couple of kids here to get them in some good colleges mm-hmm. and then whatever happens from college that'll be great but the, from what we saw there, the fields were terrible, the equipment was terrible, and that's why we decided to send a bunch of equipment over there. Going to Natuno, was, the fields were a little bit better, but they still were, you know, uh, a little rundown. little rundown, but very, very much playable. Yeah,
0: much better. With, uh, Carmine, this is gonna be a third year, right? I mean, this is gonna be my third year coming up for the dinner.
2: Fourth, we're going oh, on for, a fourth. I think is
0: it, it's gonna be my third, I'm sorry, yeah. but you guys have won before. And uh, the last one, you guys actually had Italy's captain come, right? What was yes. his name? Alessandro. Yes,
2: he was here this year. Yeah. He yeah. was here.
0: You had him, Colabello, Brandon Nimmo, Drew Batera. John Franco. You showing off that uh, Royals ring to me. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, yeah, this is...
1: <laughs> yeah, that Royals ring that beat the Mets. Yeah.
0: <laughs> what was, who? Mike yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, that was an awesome event. So, for anybody tuning in, like, if you guys would like to make a donation, go to... IABF.com, right? Yep.
3: IABF. It's going to be right here on the bottom,
0: and you guys accept donations.
3: Sure, to make donation or sponsorship,
0: and anything helps because you know our culture is all we got. Right. And it, we were talking about this so much, like you know it's a dying culture, and that's why we jumped into doing this uh, Italian Heritage Day at City Field. We partnered up on it, and um, we're very excited. It's a almost two weeks away. It's and getting close. And it's getting close. So if you haven't bought your tickets yet, please do. Mm-hmm. He has link. We have a link. It's in our bios. Please do.
1: And comrade's throwing out the first pitch, right? Yeah.
2: <laughs> righty, even though I'm a lefty. I'm going to throw a You're a lefty righty. for life? I'm a lefty. You're like him. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm, Left I'm working, right. I'm working. Great minds think alike. I mean baseball if you're a lefty you
0: automatically have an advantage
2: yeah the problem with me is i was stuck in a pizzeria every day so Calm, i was throwing he, he,
0: throws Calm, the I was,
2: he was, I was throwing, throwing dough. a dull. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was like <laughs> I, I was throwing a dull lefty but had a good you know cutter let's that dull. yeah i was a good i'm a good softball pitcher that's about it <laughs> it's a little easier it works yeah listen and it's a little less harsh on the arm this is what it is i mean listen this, we're here talking about our, our heritage and the beautiful game of baseball and we're putting it all together I mean, uh, we just I mean, keep trying to make things work. Our goal is to do this in
0: multiple stadiums. Like we were just talking about. That's you know? correct. We're going to uh, shop this around to MLB
3: next year and hopefully get into most of the uh, MLB stadiums. Have a, tar- yeah.
0: a lot of them have Italian heritage night. So, mm-hmm. yeah, we were talking about, and then um, Toronto's like crazy. How many Italians are there? Toronto, San Francisco. Since we've been San promoting Diego. this, so many like people from Toronto have been messaging us, like. Do it in right. Toronto. Do it in Toronto. Well, I heard
1: some. I don't know if how true it is, but in Toronto is supposed to be the, besides Italy, is Toronto that highest the true? highest amount of Italians here. Yes, here. Very true. Here. So true. I mean that's. Uh, I know they got a great Italian section there also. So yeah. uh, Saint Clair's uh, is crazy. Yeah. Have
2: you been there or? I've
0: been to Toronto, and I actually went to. Uh, oh, what's the name of the stadium? Sky Dome? Is it the yeah. Sky Dome? Rogers, right. Rogers, Rogers Center. Rogers Center, yeah. I, I wasn't there for a game. Like I was just there for a tour, and it's an awesome stadium, too. So does the town have their own Little Italy? Bring like, back yeah. the Expos.
2: St. Clair's.
3: <laughs> oh,
0: okay. It's very clean. It's in New York that's clean. Wow. Yeah, it's
2: very clean. Wow. very clean. Very clean. Very clean. That's what I hear all the time, without a doubt. But uh, definitely looking for the day at City Field. We're looking towards that. It's going to be a, a good time. And we're going to be doing other events throughout the year as yeah, well. absolutely. Uh, you guys
0: all... are... Is that a Phillies event? Are you guys promoting that as well? You want to plug
2: that in? That is May 10th at uh, Ryan Pigs. It's a AAA AAA affiliate of the Phillies in Allentown, Pennsylvania, Mm -hmm. which they pretty much sold out already. But we're going to be there, and you know, a lot of promotional stuff. I think I'm going to be flipping pizzas actually that day. (laughs) Are you at on the on the field? He was saying something about that yesterday. So. You're going to be the guy? No, maybe I'll make Joe make the pizzas. Yeah, because why not? He can't do anything else, so yeah. we'll make him make pizzas. He's actually be, only good can at make eating. A better
0: pizza than you, actually. You probably can. <laughs>
2: probably, you, you got to get a, per,
0: like a personal videographer just for that day to follow yeah. you around. Every movement. Yeah. Like a day in the life of Carmine. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> it's too
2: boring. It's too boring.
0: <laughs> so there's some questions I've been dying to ask John. Um, so being an Italian-American, right? And uh, you know you were a closer, so you never know really when you're gonna pitch. But was there like a superstition, like before every game, like you would have to cuff your socks or something? I had, or? I,
1: I had, my superstition was I wore the same underwear and T-shirt every game. So my, my, unfortunately my father passed away in, in uh, October of 1987 and he was in sanitation, worked for the sanitation department. So I took his T-shirt and I would wear it every day underneath my uniform when i was with cincinnati reds the mets and my That's last year awesome. with houston and summer it wasn't color coordinated with the uniforms but i made sure i always had well, something it was
0: like the lime green one. it was
1: a uh, bright orange oh, yeah. <laughs> bright orange so when i came to the mets it was perfect but my superstition was i wear the same socks the same underwear the same t-shirt go out to the game when i was going into the game two pieces of bazooka bubble gum and I would inhale an ammonia capsule right before I went out to the uh, to the to pitcher's mound. So that was my superstition right there. Uh, never step on the line because I feel that's bad luck, and uh, it worked.
2: It worked yeah. pretty yeah, well. Worked I think it worked good. pretty yeah. well. Successful that was my thing. Guy.
1: I had I played with a guy named Rob Murphy with the Cincinnati Reds. His grandmother sent him. Uh, uh, Satin black underwear that he used to wear every game underneath <laughs> his uniform. So it were, you know, everybody has their superstitions. Yeah. There were guys who did certain things, same hat, same gloves. I mean, yeah, you know. if
0: they have a hidden streak, they're wearing. What, a what same was hat your head
1: favorite head. meal before the game? I know, I know you also. told me My favorite so. meal before the game was spaghetti with garlic and oil. That was my favorite. Uh, my father used to make that for me when I was a starter in the minor leagues, and my wife would make it for me, you know, uh, you know, once a week when so I was you, home.
0: you started off as a starter?
1: Starter in the minor leagues. I started to get drafted by the Los Angeles Dodgers, then yeah. traded to the Cincinnati Reds, and then mm-hmm. traded to the Mets.
0: When did you, like, you just, when you started playing for the Reds, that's when you just started closing? Or no, how uh, that
1: I was a starter with the Reds up until uh, June of 83. Mm-hmm. And then they moved me to the bullpen, which I really didn't want to, but I had no choice. But... Uh, if I sit back and look at it now, it's probably the best choice for me because yeah. that's how I got to the big leagues quicker that way.
0: I feel like closers, they just like, they're born; It just happens, you know. Like they get plugged into that role.
1: And well, there's a lot of guys who uh, I've played with that have great arms, you know, Rob Dibble, Norm Charlton. All the, tough guys. All tough guys, and they, they were closers for a couple of years. But really, really the hard closers when they they play they they're really good for five or six years because they the velocity and, yeah,
0: kills
3: but, them.
1: and that's all they know how to do is just throw the ball by everybody well, yeah, wagner, you got to learn how to pitch wagner? well billy wagner was different billy wagner was very very hard but he also had a good curveball yeah. and some of these guys you know dibble had a good slider but once he lost that slider he didn't know how to pitch uh mm. effectively but he, he still did the job but billy wagner was a very good closer also
0: yeah i mean he was before the Mets. I mean, when he got to the Mets, like he, you know, declined a little. He had like one really good year with us, but before that, he was throwing gas, like 101, 100. Well, Houston, right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: He's uh, two saves behind me. Well. Yeah. He's got some great numbers, Billy. He's he's uh, his strikeouts are so much higher than mine and yeah. uh, probably everybody else, every other closer that's in the in the Hall of Fame. I think even Mariano, maybe. So he's he's, he's uh. I heard
0: a story about him that he broke his arm one summer and they just started throwing with his left. Left hand, yep. He was not even a
2: natural lefty. Exactly. But You know, someone's got skills, man. Yeah. Yeah. They can adjust that way. This guy can't throw with any of his arms. <laughs> ammonia capsules.
3: that something that you did, or that other people do that as well? well. a
2: lot of
1: people used to do that. I mean, there were guys who would break three or four ammonia capsules off and put it in a, a Gatorade cup and then inhale it that way. But what does it do? It gets you hyped. this it? way, it's a wake yeah. up. You know, they use ammonia capsules when people pass out. They right. use ammonia capsules oh, okay. to wake you up and stuff like. that. I yeah. just did, of course. You know, sitting around for six, seven, yeah, eight innings, and then you got to call in the adrenaline. So that just would perk me up a little bit more. Um, and I, yeah, and I, sure. always try, I always try to teach the young guys, too, they don't have to do that, like on cold weather, when it's really cold outside and they can't grip the ball. And that's one of the reasons why I chew two, two pieces of bubble gum was because that, uh, when you chew the gum, you lick your fingers, and the sugar stick, makes your fingers sticky and helps you grip the ball. Yeah. So I always try to tell the young guys when the weather's cold to do it that way, and uh, I learned that from... My days with Cincinnati. It's a major key right there. So, you know, just a little tricks of the trade, but that, that, not that you're cheating, but it helps you grip the ball.
0: And every like time you make an appearance, I'm sure it's a different situation, whether, you know, it's a tie game and you're at home, or actually we take the lead and you're at home and you got to, you know, shut it down, or a tie game and you're away. Like, there's always different situations. So, definitely got to be ready. That's why being a closer is so hard. You never know when they're going to call on you.
1: Well, it's almost like being a. Uh, I always compare a closer to a field goal kicker. You know, a field goal kicker. Clutch, yeah,
0: you got to be clutch. A field
1: goal kicker can make 15 in a row, and that one that he misses, that's the one everybody remembers.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah and that's rough because you have to be perfect all the exactly. time. Exactly, yeah. yeah. exactly. And right the up.
0: game falls on you.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, while you don't get it, like this, you just got to pitch every day in close. As it out. A, yeah, as a
1: closer, you know, you're know, you the last, uh, last man standing, I should say. You know, when you're struggling there's nobody coming in after you to yeah, pick you up a- so
2: you know what but me speaking from the other side you know like any yankee fan or whatever i used to see you when you pitched and all your post-game uh, interviews you always manned up stayed there nah and you told him straight like it is you know yeah. tomorrow's another day and that's it and
1: i think the thing know. that used to bother me most about that was uh, you know especially a if he was out there pitching seven eight innings and he really uh uh you know Broke his back, and it's two nothing, two to one. I come in and I blow the lead, and I blow the save. Yeah, so he's got nothing. It's like you know, it's almost like kissing your sister. You know,
2: he's like got nothing to show for it. You know? <laughs> Bye. <But, laughs> the game's
1: a lot different now, though.
0: Like the bullpen, I, I feel like.
2: Well, they're no. starting with the closers first. And, yeah. You know, yeah. That's, that, that, I don't think that'll ever work. I don't think you'll ever win. You'll win games that way, but you'll never win a World Series that way. That's my opinion anyway. I think the game consists of a starting pitcher, it's got to be a starting pitcher, mm-hmm. and the closer's got to be the closer. Well, it's changed so much with the the
1: analytics and uh, Saber Metrics and all these numbers, and you have people who are running the game that haven't played the game. They're just yeah, the, crunching numbers. Exactly. So it is what, that's it, what is. it is. It's it's like the game a has changed. Wrong. It's, it has gone into that that phase of it but who knows maybe it'll start coming back to the old way
2: uh, I think your era of playing baseball was the best era yeah me too uh, yeah, the 80s yeah. the 90s you know some of the 2000s and you know even in general social media all that other crap you just you enjoyed it more and you know yeah. clubhouse things stay in clubhouse and nah, it's, you know it's, it was that, a lot different than coming around. That. yeah so. I
1: think the, with social media now the, everybody has to watch their P's and Q's and watch with, you know even outside of the ballpark uh, you know guys do off the field and uh, their private lives. They have to be careful what they do and what they say. Yeah.
0: That's true. So you were born in New York, raised in New York, right? Brooklyn, yeah. How was it, like, how was the talent community, like, when you were playing in New York? Did you feel like all the Goombas came out, and they're like, that's John Franco. He's I had more cousin.
1: cousins than I knew of, that's yeah, for sure. Right? They showed up <laughs> everywhere. Right? Everybody was my cousin. Everybody was my best friend. Uh, but, I, g- I gave up a lot of home runs to people. You know, you walk in the streets, and people say, yeah, I, used to, I hit a home run off you in Little League. And Okay, <laughs> well, you know, I make them feel good. You but know, playing right?
0: for the Mets, that must have been like a no, was great. Sure, it was great.
1: Right? It, it had its pluses and minuses, you know, the, when you had your good days and when you had your bad days. You know, the bad days uh, – you know, everybody would look at you like, yeah. But There's it, it comes with the job.
0: When I think of John Franco, I'll never forget this, but, you know, that year when uh, September 11th happened, like, that MET team and Yankee team was just like, that's like when brothers, I was like... brothers,
2: everybody stuck together. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, who should was be wearing that, the Should y. be like that all
1: time. Yeah, the time. Yeah, so the story awesome. about that, the story about that NYP there, the, the hats that we wore, were, you know, after, the, after 9-11, and then we went back to play a... <coughs> Went back to play ball again. We decided that we wanted to wear the hats. So everybody, you know, I wore a fireman hat because I had an uncle and two cousins who were firemen. Uh, My son's Little League coach was a fireman that we lost in one of the buildings that collapsed. Uh, A good friend of mine was a fireman that he got caught in the building and and passed away also. So we wore those hats, and uh, baseball only told us that we could wear it for one day. And Todd Zia was our player rep, and uh, the commissioner's office said that we can't wear the hats no more, so we decided as a team that we were going to wear the hats for the rest of the season. And the was commis- it a
0: fine or something?
2: Well, maybe? the commissioner,
1: the, the, the MLB, just said that they were going to fine us every day that we wore a hat. So we said, fine us. So uh, Mr. Woolpon stepped in, went to commissioner's office, and got us to wear the hats the rest of the season because we, we felt that uh, it was out of respect for the fire police and the their lives, all the rescue work is to risk their lives you know not out of respect for them we wanted to do it and i know the yankees did it also so it was uh, something that we wanted to do and we continue to do and we're glad we did it and we didn't care you know when they said they're gonna find us i said find us
0: yeah, when Piazza hit that home run, like
1: the. Even like I watched the, that game. Yeah. <laughs> now,
0: it was like, what, three days after? Two, three days after? Uh, no, it was,
1: it was a, a week after because I think like, there was uh, no was baseball. 20, yeah. I think it was the 21st, something like that. Oh, and really? and Atlanta a, had a big lead that game, too. Yeah. Did, yeah. You,
2: did you pitch in that I game? I pitched
1: the eighth inning in that game, yeah. But the thing about that was it was so different because there was a first, first series back. And when we got to the ballpark, things were different where you come into the player's lot and there was a. Uh, emergency uh, service police out there because yeah, they had a the right yeah bomb sniffing dogs out there and they was, you had to pick your hoodie car up everybody was checking then you go in the locker room and the dogs were in the locker room checking for explosives or whatever and then you had snipers on top of the roof yeah, and that was everything scary. That was but the thing time. about that game was it was very in the beginning of the game they announced everybody and then us and the braves who we hated each other but came on and we shook hands and hugged very emotional it was very emotional and then uh a we were losing by one or two runs, I think it was, and then uh, when Mike Piazza hit that home run, it just electrified everything. Yeah. You know, we, we I look at it this way: we only put a bandaid on something for three hours to right. make the city forget about what happened. But when Mike hit that home run, you know, everybody came in, people were crying, USA Chance. It was, it was, We were meant to win that game. I'm sure the Braves were glad that we won that game yeah. too.
0: It's awesome. Uh, you want to get into a little bit of what you guys are up to? Yeah, we have a bunch of things going on.
1: Oh, uh, oh Joe, you're still here? <laughs> oh, he's got to look at his phone. Give him a I chance. look at
3: the phone. He has to look at the States? emails. Uh, like I said, we have our Met game with the uh, Grown Up Battalion on uh, May 12th.
0: 12th. And you have the Phillies May 10th, we said. May
3: 10th. We have um, an uh, event with the Brooklyn Cyclones on, on uh, August 15th. Is it August 15th? August 15th. Oh, I'm sorry, August 18th. August, Sunday, August 18th, Brooklyn Cyclones. We're working with the Italian them. Heritage Night.
2: Miami Marlins as well, we're going to be doing yeah, something. Yeah,
3: it was like we're going to have an Italian in Heritage June, huh? Night with the Miami Marlins in June. I think it's going to be Friday, June 14th. June 14th. <clears throat> it's not settled
2: yet, but we're going to have that date right. confirmed very Florida soon. Four
0: people in Florida definitely make it out to that game.
2: The golf outing, not sure yet, but I think it's the first week of September. The Monday yeah. after Labor Day, the week after. <sighs> So it might be the ninth or some, but I'll get all the details, yeah, and uh, that's going to be a good a good time too. So we're doing a lot of events. IABF is growing. Uh, we're going to have a showcase coming up in uh, August. I think it's August. So we're going to have
3: August uh, showcase 15th. for. It's going to be the first IABF-sponsored college showcase for high school students. Uh, we're going to have about a dozen college coaches there. they going to you know, kids are going to showcase their talent to the coaches. And if they like what they this see, Italy? it's going no. To be this is here. Frank Catronato who's on our board, is oh, uh, wow. is the new manager of NYIT, and his school is going to host
2: the uh, this event. So well, we're hosting. You that, guys are busy, man. Uh, we're really busy. We've We've got a lot of
3: things that. going on. Yeah,
0: yeah.
2: We're growing. I mean, we're working on the game we love, and we're just trying to help. You know, bring, uh, give back, and everything's working out. Just got a lot. We have a lot going on, so hopefully we can just keep growing from there.
0: From what I've seen, you guys are just. And keep and like it's going have get better get it, and better bigger, you know? thanks uh, to I'll, guys
2: like John and and
3: Gary Perone and Frank cat and Steve Knapp, Napolitano, a lot of guys have helped us so much. Yeah,
0: John's really involved, Max. He is. He's, yeah, uh,
3: and he's Irish. He's not even
2: Italian. He's yeah. Irish. Actually. He has an Irish last name. And
3: I'm glad he's going to Italy again with us this summer. <laughs> Wait, but you say you weren't going. You were thinking about going. No, I'm going. I, uh, he, he says he, he, he's going, he's not going, he can't make up his Send me pictures.
2: Let me know how it is. You're going to
3: Sicily, right? We're going by both to-
2: this year, right? <laughs> That's why I'm not going. We're going to Sicily
3: and Sardinia. And we're going to have a showcase in Rome on July 12th. Oh, wow. One day in Rome. Marco, is setting, Marco Landi from the Federation of Italy. And uh, coaches from the University of Maine and a couple other coaches are uh, coming down. And after that, we're going to travel to Sicily
1: and Sardinia. Give clinics. take a little
0: vacation. Oh no, yeah. you're going to work out there too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Oh, that's
1: great, Colin. Did you know about this? <laughs> no. Listen, I'm, I'm just. Invited. I guess you know I'm not invited, or I just hear <laughs> about it invited, now. So, so well, you, you're you're invited, honest. I guess. So. I was just invited today. Although, yeah. so. He didn't even know no, he was no, doing exactly. a podcast. Oh, no, we're going. He didn't I, he I, even I, know he was doing a podcast today. I told him. I thought I was coming for lunch. Oh really? To be I thought
2: we were doing a podcast today. I just felt bad. We're just get oh, around, we just well, kid well, kid well, around make, with Joe. Make sure you give him the bill. <laughs> <laughs> no, never, never, never. But uh, listen, this is great that we got together here. You know, what you do for growing up Italian is, is amazing too. Uh, you have a tremendous amount of followers. People don't realize the hard work you put into it.
1: Uh, you know, thank you. I you're not getting paid
2: for this. You know, this is something that you're doing out of passion. Oh, we're not
1: getting paid for this? <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know, the way... You know what?
1: The checks come in the mail. <laughs> I'll send it to you. I heard
2: those. that line before. But, uh, you know, you do it for passion, for your heritage, and we, we love that you do that. And as well as we do IBF for it's the love of the got, game. And this is what we got. Uh, you know, if all the money that Joe owes me, he, forget it. I mean, I'm <laughs> never, I know <laughs> never I'm not going to get that. paid. So, our fourth... I just want to point out our fourth dinner, annual dinner, is in De- uh, December 6th. And, I'm, and it's at uh, Giando's on the water. It's a Thursday on. night. And uh, we're taking it up a notch. We're not going to have it here anymore. So we've outgrown uh, this place. Not you know, that we don't want to nah, do nah, it, but we've outgrown this place, though. Yeah. I'm not going yeah, to. But, you know, yeah.
1: but I just want to piggyback on what Carmine said. You know, between Joe and Carmine, what they have done for the for the Italian baseball federation, Italian American baseball federation, is this unbelievable how finally somebody has lead the charge you know? yeah. so for years the Italian baseball players have not come together and now we have something to rely on and trying to bring the guys together make them know about our heritage try to get some of the guys to play for the Italian team during the world classic or maybe even during the Olympics yeah. so this is something that where well, I've seen over the years where you see the Dominican Republics and the Venezuelans and the Colombians and Puerto, Puerto Rico they all stick together mm-hmm. when it comes to this and this is something that's uh, been important to me and that's why I got involved and I think it's important for all the other Italian American players to try to get involved to help uh, you know with our heritage and and, and show that you know Italian baseball players are pretty damn good good. yeah. yeah That's right. so they do a great job and you know they don't get enough credit and I,
0: give, and I give Carmine and Joe a lot of credit because they both have successful businesses and they do this
1: well, I know Carmine does I don't know Joe
0: <laughs> I don't know about me
2: either you see Carmine that's why I don't know about me either Joe what doesn't me. even know what he does for a living <laughs> you don't know Joe? he's still figuring it
1: out just send me the check it's so nice he gave his
2: driver a day off today too <laughs> but thanks again uh, for putting this together Thanks, John, for coming down. Before,
0: before I say bye or bye, I just want to know if there's any uh, Italian players you should keep an eye on.
2: Any Italian players? Yes. Yeah. Uh,
1: I mean, most of them are in the big leagues. I haven't seen... Uh...
3: There's a kid at the University of Texas, a pitcher, Matteo Baccio. I've heard of him, I've heard He's of him. He's very good, very good pitcher, and uh, I think he'll put, you'll see him in uh, MLB very soon. But there's a few kids in colleges, I don't recall their names right now, but, uh, you know... They're on their way. And we're gonna help them. Yeah, that's And
1: we also, something that we did, we decided to do this year too, is also, you know, with the scholarship that we're thinking about doing, is trying to help Italian American kids who can't afford to go to college, to help, help them in any financial way to get into college not just the thai american boys but girls also you know Absolutely. girls play softball Softball is very big yeah. in college okay. so it's something that we all came together and and decided on uh, one of our dinners that we had that it'll be good to help out the thai american kids boys and girls and even the kids from italy if we can get one over here and, and into a good program to try to help them out financially and that's why uh it's so important for us to get some sponsors who could help us out uh to fund these kids in italy and the kids who are uh, less fortunate here in the states to help them get through a a college uh, program nobody's who knows if they're going to make the pros but we can give them a damn good education right well
3: that's what that's a good cause they're donating to the showcase on august 15th is a great opportunity because you're gonna have a dozen or more college coaches there right and you know send the kids there and let them showcase their talent to the coaches never know they might get a scholarship partial scholarship Or even get on the team, you know? Anything. That's yeah. right. That's what it's all about. So,
0: uh, Good luck with everything. Well, well,
1: thanks is. for thank having you. us. Thank
0: you for coming, thanks. man. Thanks. I really thanks thanks appreciate for it.
1: Us. Let's you, go Mets. Thank, thank
0: you. So <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Carmine, thanks <laughs> for <laughs> having <laughs> us.
1: That was so hard for Carmine to do right now. <laughs> <laughs> let's yeah, go let's go I've
0: on. seen Carmine in the Mets jersey, but also Carmine, thank you for well, having us. I lost us. the bet. In your restaurant, we're on Carmine's 358 Graham Avenue.
1: Pretty damn good pizza if you want yeah, a good pizza. The, the pizza pie. is great, and the rest of the food is outstanding. Also, so come on by, comments. <laughs>
0: You got the John Franco, <laughs> and I did that stamp approval. <laughs> <laughs> this is not an ad, everybody. Right? And, uh, uh, thank you, Joe, for sending us up, man. I appreciate
3: up.
2: it. Healthy, you got it. Fun well, no. And here's a word from the sponsors. Be sure to check out Fabrizia Limoncello on Instagram, which can be found at Fabrizia underscore Limoncello. F A B R I Z I A underscore L-I-M-O-N-C-E-L-L-O. And be sure to click on their link in the bio to find a local retailer by you. Also, JYD Auto Group. You can find them at Instagram at JYD underscore NY, where they make leasing a car as easy as possible by doing it simply through your phone. Visit HardcoreItalians.com. And in the search section, just type in Growing Up Italian to support and buy some merch from yours truly.